I have a funny local artist idea that we could uh, that we could do. Yeah. What if we just <clears throat> hear me out? This is going to be a fun, a fun reality with a twist experiment. Uh, for the local artist, we all have to like start singing a Halloween song at the same time and just hope that we've all picked the same one. <laughs> On this episode? Yeah. What Halloween songs are there? <laughs> what? You don't know the Monster Mash Thriller? Jing- Spooky jingle, Scary Skeleton. Skeletons, jingle, skeletons, jingle, skeleton, skeleton. That is not a, a Halloween song. I don't know what type of family you grew up in, but like, uh, we could we could try that. We could try that. God, my fucking camera's blurry again. You get it? Fix it. We're, Fix we're not it. even. We the episode hasn't even started yet. We're like we're. Oh, Dylan! I think Gabe is. I think Gabe is mad. What do you? What do you think he's mad about? I think it's because of the, because your blurry camera. Yeah, I'm tired of you guys not taking reality with a twist seriously. (laughs) I can't. I can't. I can't do anything. (laughs) Are we? Are we recording already? I've been recording this whole time on my audacity. Welcome back to Reality with the Twist, or as we call it in October, Spooky with the Twist. I'm Ben. I'm Dylan. And I'm Gabriel. And uh, thanks for tuning in for our third Spooky with the Twist ooh, episode. Ooh, All right, bye. Question, bye. Question. Bye. Question, bye. Yeah, oh, yeah, what's your question? Where's Gunner? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Gunner so passed away. He, yeah. 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 He did, um, you know just how, for Spooky with a Twist, he decided to really, you know... Kind of be in the season yeah, and excited it was, to die for yeah, us. So. It, it, that was the thing. Like he was, it was trying to do a bit where he was like, "What if I actually like you know get like get like into the character with like being yeah. a zombie?" He's method acting, and, and like <laughs> the method acting went too far. Yeah, uh, you know, we did yeah. yeah, whatever. He should be back next episode though. Yeah. It's fine. Hopefully, Ho- hopefully. Um, but uh, yeah, well, welcome to Reality to Twist, especially if you're a first time listener. Uh, potentially from the recent Chair Jesus ad that nobody's, we ran. Nobody's uh, here from that. <laughs> hey, li- hey, listen, hope, right? the, the Chair Jesus ad, may, we may have lost one follower, not gotten any new followers because of that ad, but hey, my comment on his post got 61 <laughs> likes. I, it's, at, it's at like 70 now. Why is why did that pop off? I don't why know. Did, I don't know. I think it's because... They commented for, after me and Gabe. Yeah, yeah before, I think it's for, because you said reality with a twist... I said Arwat, and then Ben said reality your twist. So I think like people were like, because I think people knew that we were trying to do like a Five Nights at Freddy's joke thing, but like I don't know. I don't. Mm. Know. Yeah. To to give context, the comment that I wrote and I quote was, "I love the part where the gang goes. Reality has definitely been twisted. Wait, that sounded, sounded better, better in my, in my head." head. <laughs> I don't know. It's that, that now my claim to fame in like the month of October is having a Instagram comment get seventy likes. So, <laughs> thanks, thanks, internet. Well, whether you're a new fan from the Chair Jesus ad, whether you're a longtime fan, or you're just tuning in, uh, welcome to Reality with the Twist. We're we, we're gonna have some fun here today, uh, boys. Are you ready to? Start uh, discussing what we're gonna talk about today. I am so ready, actually. Can you just like? Dylan, I'm not. I don't want the attitude today. Can you like? I, I wasn't even giving you attitude. Can you just move on with the episode? <laughs> You're funny. Oh, yeah, You're right. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god. <laughs> Average fourth grader <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, alright. Anyways, today Gabe <laughs> Gabe, the joke is over. What what did stop? <laughs> what what did I do? <laughs> it didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> he was just looking at his monitor. What's, what's got, your problem? <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was going back to like trying to do the straight face after laughing, but it was just it was just my resting bitch bro, face yeah. get, or witch it's, face because it's Halloween. Our, our humor has now gone to the point where we're literally just like like looking at something and like whatever's gonna be like okay, that's okay, enough. Stop it. <laughs> stop. All right. Well, the meat of uh, today's episode is. You know, it's going to be a debate. We can't okay. go a, a reality with a twist season without doing a debate, right? Naturally. Um, so this is just going to be a little mini one uh, for the spooky season. So I've tasked each of you with a Halloween icon to defend. Yeah. Um, we can talk about our own personal opinions afterwards, of course. But for the sake of the debate, you guys are going to defend the icon that you were assigned with your life. Uh, we're gonna decide which is the best, which is the spookiest, uh, which is our favorite. So uh, our our um, contenders are ghosts, vampires, werewolves, and mummies. Now you might be thinking, why are there four? Well, Gunner uh, has sent me some some recordings. Uh, oh, he he's prepped. Episode. He yeah. prepped beforehand. He knew he wasn't gonna be here, so he got he got his stuff taken care of. Now I'm guessing you're gonna be handling one part as well, Ben. Yes, I am going to be handling werewolves. And okay. uh, uh, if you would like, I can I can go ahead and start us off. I don't think I'm Gabe, waiting. I think, uh, well, also to say, I don't think the audience knows what mine nor Gabe's are either. Or gunners. I don't think you really specified. Well, uh, would you guys like you're to wanting... reveal yours? I uh, I got vampires. Ah ah ah. I got the mummies. Ah ah ah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to reveal it. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm gonna be starting off with a uh, vampire. Or, sorry, werewolves. This this episode's <laughs> going to shit. <laughs> it's over. Enough. You can't. You can't do your job. <laughs> okay. Anyways, werewolves. I think werewolves are the scariest and most spooky because of the simple aspect that there's a transformation between the innocent regular human and then the vicious scary wolf. Because who keeps track of when there's going to be a full moon? When when is guys? When is the next full moon gonna be? My birthday. Exactly. <laughs> a whole year away. <laughs> nobody nobody is ready for when yeah. the werewolf transforms. Fair. The uh, the average man who nobody knows is the werewolf goes to bed one night, and then he wakes up. As a werewolf, and I—I I don't know if you guys um, remember the old Michael Jackson Thriller music video, but the scene where he transforms into a werewolf—it gave me like childhood trauma. 
it was uh, okay. That that was a little too far. <laughs> it, it was uh, just scary uh, as a uh, as a kid. Uh, that was I mean, all. I was about to say like whenever I saw someone transform into a werewolf, I had um thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Doing. <laughs> no, no, no. But but on in all honesty, that that scene genuinely like made me terrified of the thought of werewolves and like the the transformation because there's always like. It looks painful, and there's like a howling, and then once they turn into the werewolf, they're just no longer that person. So, um, yeah, no, I, I've always felt like werewolves are the scariest and the spookiest Halloween icon out there. I disagree, because the thing with werewolves is they're just a wolf, and what's a wolf but just a big old dog? So if you get a little bone. <gasps> Go get it! Werewolf is running away. He even starts playing fetch with you. That's a great pal. That's a great loyal friend. And better yet, if it is your friend in human form, you can be double friends. Uh, hey, and also, you're supposed to be against werewolves, bud. Yeah, yeah, I, they're not the spookiest. I'm saying they're not spooky. He could be your friend, and his friends aren't spooky. And another thing about werewolves is that. Some people are into that. Uh, uh, who wants uh, to go uh, next? Objection. Can I? Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I will go next uh, from here. So, fellas, we talked about a little bit about vampires and Gunner's episode, but let me, let me, t- let me sit y'all down about probably one of the most impactful characters that course corrected what the horror genre would be like. Vampires. Vampires have been deep-rooted in horror movie culture since the earliest of times, hence the not-really-success of Nosferatu, but obviously with afterwards with the many variations of the Dracula franchise, um, all the amazing actors that have portrayed it, and not just, you know, and vampires as a whole are such a scary concept. Because think about this. It is essentially like a virus that is given to you by someone violating your body somebody will unknown you will unknowingly be minding your own business and some random person will bite down on your neck suck your blood and leave the curse of the vampire onto your soul dooming you to a life and immortal eternity where you are cursed by the sun feared by garlic and have to eat the blood of others or drink the blood of others to survive it is not a life worth living, and that is why the story of the vampire, while being terrifying, is incredibly tragic. I have way more arguments to talk about vampires, but I wanna have my I wanna let my opponents have a chance at winning this debate. Um so I don't want to take the floor for too long, but you literally said in your own words the one thing that could take any vampire down, and it's garlic. That's what I was about to say. Too. <laughs> Everybody has it in their home already. Just get a jar of it. He's burning alive and he's dead. You know, I mean, they can't really die, but he's dead and he's never going to come back to your house. See, the thing is that these are very, very minuscule things, you know, with vampires. And also, these are very comical things that are attributed to vampires. Obviously, they are deep-rooted in the vampire's history, hence why I brought them up, and more so to the point to talk about the tragedy of the vampire to entail its spooky behavior and atmosphere. However, 
the vampire, I feel, at this time and the current culture of the world has definitely evolved. But once again, I uh, subside so my opponents can speak. Um, I haven't done my intro argument, but I've been just yapping and yapping the entire time. Ben, do you want to go again? Or should I do my opening argument? No, I think I, I think we kind of covered the uh, the flaws of uh, our good old friend Dracula. Okay. So feel free. Okay. Um, so the thing with mummies is that they kind of strike an inherent fear in all humans, an inher- inherent fear in every living thing ever, which is death. And not just death, but the morbidity of decomposition to a certain point. Um, let me just send you guys some photos. And, and you tell me, in Penis Channel, which one of these things is more scary? Just a sec. I'm just staring okay. at Savannah Hannah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's more scary? Savannah Hannah or this? Is that scary? Or, <gasps> oh my god! Or, oh my god! Which one's scarier, that or this? Which one are you more afraid of, bro? That Ooh. man, I think I think he's still alive. What, <laughs> bro? That is me after hitting the nastiest Delta A pen. <laughs> For our listeners, me I going am... one hour without the za, <laughs> <laughs> one hour without Zaza. <laughs> And the ghost has a lot of Zaw around him. You can tell that. But um, for our listeners, I sent a picture of a uh, a tablecloth ghost and a mummy. Um, mummies are just kind of macabre and they're just they, – they kind of make you feel something because it's literally seeing yourself in the future but just preserved. It's, it, these, these things are old. And usually, usually, not to go too far into my argument, mummies are depicted at Halloween reanimated. So they are not only decomposed, brainless people that have died and they're they're just lifelessly, you know, sitting there. They they're moving. They're moving and they're they're walking with their arms out and they're and they're covered in di- often toilet paper, which is not at all what anybody ever used to co- <laughs> cover mummies. But still, it's just like that depiction is horrifying. Imagine seeing like a family friend of yours that that has passed. Just coming back, just half decomposed, just walking towards you. That's that's would be so traumatic. You mean you mean the guy wrapped in toilet paper who goes, <laughs> like, bro, all you gotta do is close the tomb and not and return the tablet, bro. Like, what is there to worry about in your in like with mummies? Okay, if this if this motherfucker came back to life from the dead, I think he can open a damn tomb. All right, here, here's my argument, though. What's he going to do? He's just True. walking towards me. Once he gets to be, he's decomposed and fragile. What, what is he going to do? He's going to be he gonna gross. What's he going to do when I hit him with the one, too? Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, like, you know, like, and with, like, with every other of the opponents here, I'll, to give respect to, you know, to obviously my own vampires, but to also the werewolves and to soon be the ghosts, they all have, like, very unique ways to get rid of them. To, to like to Ben's point there, all you gotta do is push a mummy, and it's like it's good as gone at that point. You, but you guys are assuming these are uncursed mummies. The Pharaoh's curse. Have you heard the of curse? It? Of, uh, the curse of Ra may have. <laughs> the, these often like when they found Tutankhamun, didn't didn't like 
all of them die in separate ways way young uh i know the scientific reasons behind that well, but... but it's actually just magic because he's a mummy um <laughs> yeah that's it that's that's just, the reason the, the, their their appearance in general is just so so has such a visceral makes such a visceral reaction in you because it's like that is literally it, it, it less so a physical threat is more a psychological threat of like facing who what you're inevitably gonna be that is inevitably what you're going to be just i'm going to be a decomposed. mummy i'm going to be put into a, a, a little more a decomposed pharaoh's pyramid into a tomb where i'm going to be given you my know, own curse that if people open my tomb they'll be banished with said curse dylan you're not important enough to be a mummy but some of us are not me either i'm not i'm not important enough but who, who would who would qualify as being important to be a mummy? Well, there's there's only there's only three of us in this call, and the two of you already admitted that it wasn't you. <laughs> uh, but you're you're assuming that. But I'm not. You're assuming yeah. that somebody offered one mummy to to our group. <laughs> and and only one like, of you. Only one of you here can become a mummy in the afterlife. Some of us. Some of us. Humans. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, I, right. I, I, I've been yeah. yapping too much. Yeah, yeah. Let's, Gunner, he has yeah. been sitting on his phone idly with pre-recorded clips to state his opinion about ghosts. So. Yes. So let, let's hear why Gunner believes that ghosts are the spookiest and scariest Halloween icon. Okay. Ghosts are the best because they spooky. And when you think of spooky, you think of ghost. Plus, ghosts are like the most real thing we have, if anything is real. So... Bro yeah. just claimed mummies oh, didn't well, exist. I was about to say, hold on, hang on. Plus, some of our presidents are a ghost, and not anything else. Like, you guys are supporting. I have no idea what you guys are supporting, but they're not that. Presidents are ghosts. Yeah. What the fuck is he yapping about? Pharaohs were mummies. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think literally, I, I, I will say this: literally, two out of the four people here have existed at some point in history. Those two being mummies and vampires, <laughs> and, and werewolves. Yeah, 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 sure, bud. Yeah, naturally. What do you mean vampires have existed? I'll get to my point later. <laughs> okay. Um, Ben, I need to hear more about werewolves. Hang on. Gunner, Gunner has one thing to say to all of you who disagree with him. Okay. Okay. To all of, all of the points that you guys brought up, he came prepared. Okay. This is what he has to say to you yeah, guys. I'm sure he's very well researched. Nah. Oh man. Fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Ghosts. I think Gunner. Yeah, Ghost One, Ghost One. That's uh, yeah. You might as well just wrap this up at this point. <laughs> okay. I don't even want. I don't really want to do this anymore. Well, we can still continue just for the fun of it. Um, but <laughs> okay. How about how about this? How about this? Um, we're already a good few minutes into the episode. How about Ben? You have your second argument because we've all. Oh, I think I'm the only one that. How have we made two arguments yet? I was supposed to make a second one. I th- I don't know. Let's just all go one more time and, and say our final arguments, and then 
at the end have just 30 seconds to, to, to sum it up. We'll time each person and then we can decide if we have a winner. Okay. Yeah. You guys, you guys already know what I said about my, uh, my werewolf, um, and how spooky and scary they are, uh, and disturbing, but I'm not going to go back over that. Uh, the one last topic that I'm going to hit is, you know, what's scarier than all of these Halloween icons? What? Loneliness. Vampires, sorry, werewolves. Werewolves can't find love because they're just going to hurt the person that they love. Who's the person closest to them when the full moon rises? If they have somebody at their bedside or somebody that they're on a nice romantic evening with, they're going to be torn to shreds. So werewolves have to face the loneliness that mummies, vampires, and ghosts never have to face. Okay. I risk my case. I I I disagree. I yeah. I I feel like I I feel like I I feel like each of us like even mummies. God forbid, even mummies have a case of loneliness in some <laughs> capacity. God fuck. Damn it! He makes a point. No, I didn't know you guys were teaming up. Now this is not fair. <laughs> Thank you, Gunner, for that one. But still, but still, um, my point here is that each you know, of us horror icons have some capability or some impact in regards to loneliness in some form. You know, pharaohs are destined to have a life chosen for them where they're not able to express themselves as they truly are. Vampires, being the most tragic, are doomed to live a very unique life where they have to live in solitude, rest for hundreds of years in a coffin, hoping that they would find somebody just like them. And then obviously, for ghosts, they are the damn souls trying to find their purpose in life. And some of those ghosts, some of those apparitions may have been lost lovers. Werewolves go, ow, yes. and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, would you like to, to make a case for vampires? Then? I would love to make a case for vampires. So before i had to stop talking earlier i passed off the mic i mentioned one thing about vampires and that is the evolution of the vampire character i think what makes me feel so terrified of vampires is that the identification and the idea of a vampire is never the same with mummies they're typically always one one-dimensional type of thing werewolves are also very one-dimensional ghosts have a little bit of variation but vampires Bro for, did not want to. Li- he yeah. did not want to listen to my argument at all. For our listeners, Ben just disappeared and just reappeared, but without a camera. Ben, um, can you hear me? He turned into a ghost. Oh no! It's it's his <laughs> argument. It's work. <laughs> you guys, yeah, just I swear, like he comes pros. back on. And he's got like a werewolf. Werewolf. Mask. But he has just a full fur suit on. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> I he would win if he did that. He'd win. He'd win if he did that. <laughs> His camera's not loading. Uh, yeah, it's it's trying to load. It's trying. It's all doing all it's all it can. I swear, it, it, I I'd lose it right now. If he was oh wearing a werewolf mask, I would die. <laughs> I would die. It's not loading. I'm just I'm I'm gonna cut here. There hey, you go. Okay. Uh, all right. It, so you did not come back with I you did not come back with a full on fursuit or werewolf mask. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you did that, you would have won immediately. Yes. I would have conceded like at, yes, like near absolutely. immediately. 
I wish I had prepared that well for this episode. <laughs> Aren't fursuits like thousands of dollars? Oh, yeah, dollars? they're like thousands of dollars. It's crazy. That's a lot of money for a bit. That I don't think it's a bit a anymore at that point. Uh, no, it's just an identity. <laughs> but, no, um, are we good to go back in? Yeah. Yes. All right. And and we're back. Sorry about the te- technical difficulties, everybody. Um, ben was in the process of turning to a werewolf, we think. But yeah, but he, he, stopped not, he stopped it. He stopped. He stopped in time. But still... The point I was trying to make before the technical difficulties happen is that vampires can be anything. And the one thing that I think makes them so terrifying is that there are parts, there are instances of vampires being real people in this world. For I have a couple of instances here. Let's first start off with probably one that you guys might know of, Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. Vlad the Impaler was a you know a leader uh, he was a national hero a ruler of romania uh during the like the 1400s and whatnot this man was a terrible human being obviously his people saw him as a hero for the time but historians have now come to realize just how gruesome of a person he is and the reason why people associate him with the vampire tag is because one of the things he would do is you know eat and drink blood from actual humans that lived in Romania. He was a... Obviously, you know, people would describe him as a cannibal, but the reason why he got the role of a vampire figure is because of his distinction for blood. And that's... It doesn't even stop there. Then, let me get to Elizabeth Bathory. I don't know if I pronounced that name correctly, but she was a noblewoman who owned land in the kingdom of Hungary. And she is also classified as a real-life vampire because, once again, even though she was renowned as a very populous person for her time, she was a terrible person, historians come to find out. Once again, she would kill people. She would drain the blood from their bodies and then bathe in the blood to gain youth. These people existed. These people committed the crimes of what they were designed to be. This is These are the inspirations that led to Dracula, to Nosferatu, to all these people being created. Vampires are probably as real as you can get with something. And to me, as someone who thinks about fear in many different aspects, I find that terrifying. And most importantly, Morbius. You make a good point. I'm I'm just saying. Uh, Dylan, can I make a final counterpoint? Of course you can. Sure. They drank blood. They, <laughs> okay. Sure. No, no, no. no. I, I, <laughs> yeah, have, yeah. I, I, I have going somewhere with this. Yeah. They they were horrible people. They they probably slew many people. They ate flesh and drank blood and bathed it in blood. But they were scared of garlic. <laughs> they were scared of a spice. Ooga booga booga. <laughs> no, no. You gotta stop reading up that argument, okay? You gotta, you gotta nug it off. Uh, ben, do you want to do your uh, your second argument? I I already did. Mine. Oh, that shit. was it. That was, was it? the argument. Okay, was the is garlic. it my turn? Is it my turn for it's the second? You're back, mummy boy. All right, you are statistically most likely to, without a doubt, confirmed encounter a mummy on this earth. I don't know if you guys knew this, but vampires aren't real. 
Werewolves aren't real. Ghosts might be. Maybe. I, I, I just spent But you like are statistically weeks. most likely on this earth to actually open a door and find a mummy. You, or like go down some stairs and find a mummy. It's pretty easy to be accidentally mummified. So even if it's just unintentional, you could just be frozen. That's a macabre. That's a that's a morbid thing to see. Not a Morbius thing to see. A morbid thing to see. Um, and it's really the 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 it, they are unsafe in the fact that obviously somebody has died of something in that area because they are dead, still preserved there. And if we want to get a little bit more supernatural with it. Uh, the mummy's curse, the pharaoh's curse, whatever you want to call it. I'm just going to read the first part of Wikipedia. The curse of the pharaohs, or the mummy's curse, is a curse alleged to be alleged to be cast upon anyone who disturbs the mummy of an ancient Egyptian, especially a pharaoh. This curse, which does not differentiate between thieves and archaeologists, is claimed to uh, cause bad luck, illness, or death. Since the mid-20th century, many authors and documentaries have argued that the curse is real in the sense of having scientifically explicable causes such as bacteria or radiation. However, modern origins of Egyptian mummy curse tales, their development primarily to European cultures, the shift from magic to science to explain the curse, and there are changing uses from condemning disturbances of the dead to entertaining horror film audience suggest that Egyptian, uh, Egyptian curses are primarily... I'm not going to read that because that goes against my argument. But <laughs> <laughs> he almost blew it. He almost blew it. They're primarily really spooky. Uh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, so if we want to get supernatural with it, yeah, you can. You might be cursed if you stumble upon one because it doesn't differentiate between archaeologists and thieves. But if you want to be scientific with it, yeah, it's unsafe to be behind, by a dead body, whether it's preserved or not. Um it's just not a good, not a good idea. Uh, so they're they're spooky in a very, very, very real way that none of the other ones are really spooky in. I appreciate the argument, but I'll appreciate it a lot more when most of it wasn't read off of a Wikipedia article. <laughs> <laughs> that almost blew your cover. <laughs> it said, I, "It said spooky at the end." Yeah, and honestly, that's, that's... It, even if I did read that, it just said it's primarily cultural, not scientific. I know, uh, not like. Yeah, it's not scientific, it's cultural, so it's like it's not really detrimental to my argument, but I I just didn't, I didn't see it necessary. Well, all right, fellers. Uh the last argument goes to Gunner. He is going to uh you know, finish everything off for us. Are you guys okay. ready to hear what Gunner has to say? Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, uh. oh. Can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> um, so I was gonna ask if we could do the thirty seconds. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, and also I want to throw this out here, just because we're a little bit of an odd, odd number of people today. Let's have the viewers decide who please, won this debate, please. Because I think we're all a little bit too biased to our own little jurisdictions here. We don't have any neutral parties, so. That is fair. Our our reality with the twisters. In in our in our next Instagram post, tell us who won, and who's next. You decide. Epic rap battles of history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, viewers of all sorts. This is a good. I'm gonna plug us. Um, follow us at Arwat Pod on just about everything: YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, at Arwat Pod. Uh, and then email us at realitywiththetwist at gmail.com if you want to uh, give us a topic 
suggestion or if you're wanting to be a guest on the show where we are taking guest applications we'd love to have you um and oh rate the episode on spotify or apple music write us a review it is or apple podcast it is extremely extremely beneficial that is one of the best things you could possibly do for our podcast so if you like it please give us five stars or i mean if you want to be more realistic with it four stars we appreciate that one too uh, whatever but, whatever you yeah, feel like if, if you like us please rate us um and i think i think that's about it yes and also um obviously i i gabe i i haven't run this through yet but let's keep the ben the signed ben t-shirt giveaway going for a little bit longer because yeah. i want to make sure people get their entries in which by the way if you guys don't know last episode i lost an odds where i have to give away a ben <laughs> t-shirt signed by myself to somebody who comments uh I love Gunner socks in one of our inst- our Instagram posts on the RWAPPOD Instagram. So if you have not done that yet, go do so now because you might just win yourself a signed Benf t-shirt. They're comfy shirts. I have one. They are very comfy. I can confirm this. Hmm. You can wear them as an undershirt. You can wear them uh, under a flannel. To an interview. For the fall season. To, to definitely an to an interview. Yep. High success rates on, nice. uh, on those. So um, just to maybe, I don't, I don't want to, over your episode but i do want to maybe just put a bow tie on the debate uh ben if you have anything you want to do to finish us off for the debate or no that was that was the close of the debate um so at this point we will be waiting on the rwat nation (laughs) reality with the twisters hashtag reality with the twisters hashtag rwat nation um (laughs) and i i will say for the record i actually agree with mine i think mummies are the spookiest I agree that vampires are the spookiest. I I actually kind of agree that vampire or er, werewolves. This is the third time that <laughs> werewolves are the scariest. I keep saying vampires. I, I, I'm, I'm keep, I almost keep winning because you keep saying the wrong yeah. thing. I think he. It might be a Freudian slip. He might actually like vampires best. Just admit it. You know, it's yeah, not. It, it doesn't like it, vampires. <laughs> no one's gonna judge you for liking something, Ben. Remember this. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, uh, all this spooky talk has gotten me in the mood for uh, some sort of maybe a maybe a Roblox game. You want a Roblox game? I I would love a Roblox game. Right you now. want a Roblox game? I want a Roblox game. I got the Roblox game for you, pal. So, I think it goes without saying that if you are an avid Roblox player right now. You'd be surprised that I haven't mentioned this game yet on the show. What game you might be talking about, fellas? Let me tell you a little bit about Blade Ball. Oh my god. Blade Ball is an experience that is inspired by many different mods and other games, starting off in Team Fortress 2 with Pyro Dodgeball. What essentially Blade Ball is, is an experience where you join a lobby with a bunch of other people's bunch of other people. You are all around a little arena you're all equipped with a blade and what you are hitting is a ball a ball that is either homing towards you or to somebody else your goal is to be the last person alive by deflecting the ball whenever it comes to you and making sure it kills the other people in the arena this game has swept the roblox platform off its feet by becoming this is and this isn't like you know make up it has now become the fastest Roblox game in its hit, the platform's history to reach 1 billion visits at a whopping not even 2 months to do it. 
It is taken Roblox platform by storm and just cause as well because it is a very, very fun game. It's very simplistic, very easy to get the hang of. Only downside is that it's definitely got some aggressive monetization, but when you're being that successful, you got to capitalize on the money. So if you want a very fun, simplistic, and competitive experience, Blade Ball is the game for you. I know I typically do spooky with a twist, and I, right now it's got a spooky theme, Blade Ball does, but... I think it's just spooky how how popular it's gotten yeah, recently. Fair, fair. Um, that is quite spooky. It is very competitive. It is uh, the few times I've tried, people are really, really, really good at that game, and it is impossible to last more than a few little hits because the second it goes to you and you hit it away, somebody's bound to jump in the middle and just start spamming it back at you, spamming it back at you until you die. Yeah, uh, I've I've gotten a collective three wins. Oh wow. Wow, I've gotten zero. <laughs> but it still is fun. It's a fun experience. Uh, yeah, everybody, uh, please check that out. And uh, and I don't know about you boys, but um, I'm ready for some more spookiness. Do we have any uh, haunted, haunted, news. haunted news? So uh, if you've listened to a few other episodes of Spooky with a Twist, you will know that we are going to each of our hometown, not hometowns, college towns, the towns we're in right now, and seeing what kind of spooky, scary skeletons are hidden in the closets Bro, of each of these get that one towns. back in the drafts. Never <laughs> <use> that. <laughs> um, no, but we're seeing if, if, if each of these towns are haunted. Um, I think I was originally going to do Indianapolis uh, this time, but I think that should be a finale because it's Indianapolis. Um, so we're going to do Muncie this time. And Muncie, it's a town of around 70,000 people. It's pretty big. You'd think there's... Quite a few ghost stories. Um, they claim things are haunted, but then they just don't explain any further. So they'll be like, oh, this cemetery is really haunted. I saw a ghost there. And then th that'll be it. That's the haunting. It's just like, well, be a bit more specific. I found a few. Um, one of them actually is on Ball State's campus. And then the other one is actually called Beach Grove Cemetery. We're going to go to Beach what? Grove Cemetery first. Yeah, it's what? spelled the same way as the town. It is not what? even remotely related to the town. Down that down the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll appear in next week's episode, too, when we look at Indianapolis. <laughs> when we look at Beach Grove, the city, <laughs> and the Beach Grove Walmart. Um, <laughs> the Beach Grove Walmart is, is all that we need for the spooky episode. Yes, yes. Uh, so, I'm looking, looking so far for... for any ghost stories about Beach Grove Cemetery? It's they have a a yearly little ghost tour uh, at the cemetery, uh, but it is strictly eighteen plus, um, and it's happening a day before Halloween, which is hasn't happened yet as of recording this, so I, I couldn't tell you any stories about it. So it's almost like they're like like they're gatekeeping the stories. You have to go to this little tour, um, but that's Beach Grove Cemetery. Just general ghost things, just. A lot of people have died there. A lot of very important people are buried there, like the Ball Brothers, which um, are the founders of Ball State, and they are also the founders of the Ball uh, Mason Jar Company. Uh, now they're in aerospace, but that's whatever. But they're, they're buried there. Um, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of people. Back to the Revolutionary War, I buried at the cemetery. It's a very massive cemetery. So there's going to be something people see. Um, but I nobody's, nobody's telling me. But a little bit more specific... We can start talking about Elliot Hall. Elliot Hall on Ball State's campus is a 
uh, very, very like niche hall that very few people ever walk by, let alone live in. Uh, I think they only have 120 people that are, that can live there and it's for honor students. Uh, at least in the years past, I think it's closed due to lack of interest, but honor students, if they lived on campus for three years, their senior year, they could live in Elliott Hall. And the big thing about it is that they serve alcohol on the first floor. Um, it's just an honors building. It's, it's, I've never been inside of it. I've walked outside of it, but one of the biggest ghost stories about this place is that the fourth floor is haunted on Elliott Hall. It's a very, very, very old building. Um, so I, when I was trying to look for information about it, the best information I could find is on a geocaching website. Um, they are the ones that wrote the most about it. And, uh, let's, let's just do verbatim geocache description. Uh, cache is a match safe high muggle area. Flying Monkeys QQ is the originator of the Haunted America Cash series. Elliot Hall is said to have an eerie past that started with his christening in 1937. The building was named after Frank C. Ball's son, Frank Elliot Ball. Frank E. Ball died in a plane crash, and the building is an exact, exact replica of his dorm at Princeton University. According to some reports, uh, students who live on the third floor might wake up to some strange noises in the middle of the night. Third floor is the second to top floor. Campus legend uh, has it that on January 26, 1947, William Carl Schomburg hung himself from the rafters of the fourth floor after returning from World War II. He was disfigured in World War II. So his disfigured face and depression from a recent breakup with his girlfriend are said to have led to his suicide. Many students have claimed they've heard a table being dragged across the floor or what could be feet dragging across the floor. Elliot's Hall haunting has sparked a yearly haunted house tradition that began in 1975. In 2005, paranormal investigator Jeff Davis, not Jim Davis, different Davis, conducted research at Ball State and said Ball State had more paranormal activity than any college campus he has ever visited. Uh, some other haunted places on campus, uh, really one I can think of is in the Robert Bell building. The stairwells are said to be haunted. I don't know why, but that's just people get to talking. And this story is corroborated by uh, Reddit, uh, which is great. Um, on the Ball State subreddit, let's see. I accidentally closed it. Um, it that, that story is corroborated. Elliot Hall is spooky at night. Elliot Hall, fourth floor. Somebody says, why the fourth floor specifically? Legend has, a, a, a legend has it. A guy was disfigured in World War II and hung himself up there. Not sure if it was true or not about the hanging, but when I lived on the third floor, sometimes you'd hear furniture moving up there and no one was up there. Uh, just to note, at the time I lived there, the fourth floor was a study lounge. So it seems that this is our best lead, I, I, but I can't, I cannot find anything else about it. Um, so that is our Muncie hauntings. Somehow even more boring than Marion. I don't for for Muncie, you'd think that there would be something. It, there there has to be more. It, they're just not they're not forking over the information because it is a boom town, gas boom town, just like Marion is, I think. I think it was part of the gas boom. Natural gas was discovered here. It exploded in population, and then um after a bunch of uh, uh factory jobs left, it kind of did a Gary thing and, and kind of is in a bit of a depression right now with a lot of crime and a lot of 
history and a lot of uh, history that is close. Okay, Ben's gone, but I will continue. A lot of history that's very related to Chicago and uh, a lot of gangster stuff in Chicago in the 30s. So it, it you'd think there's something else, but that is all I could find. If I find any more, maybe by the next episode, I will relay that information. But very disappointing search but, for months. But there's a matter hey, of Nick. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but we, we have to uh, wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Uh, the building, the building closed 26 minutes ago and I was just made aware of that. Okay. So. Well, okay then. This well, is... I mean, haunted news was over. Do we have to do a philosophical question and then odds? I had a philosophical question, but, uh, do you just want to go straight into the odds, but let's just, just go, go straight, straight into, into the odds. odds. <laughs> All righty. Dylan, what are the odds that you post on your Instagram story? Who wants to hop on some blade balls right now? But you have to say minus the blade at the end. And it has to be a picture of just your legs from the knees down. 50. All right. Three, two, one. 28. All right. Okay. Uh, ben, right. yes. ben, what are the odds that you contact Chair Jesus to say, I'd like to run an ad? And then when he's like, okay, you just send him a picture of your face. <laughs> Same advertise this please <laughs> two <laughs> okay. alright alright I'll catch you guys down I'll catch you guys down three two one 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 oh. yes that never all right, works alright alright all right, let me wrap it up uh, Gabe Gabe yeah. Gabe Gabe what are the odds that you have to Record yourself seeing the monster mash and doing the monster mash dance and send it to Chair Ter- Jesus and say, can this be advertised next? I want to say two, but I can't. I'm going to say a hundred. Uh, no, 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 not a hundred. For entertainment purposes, I'll say 30. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. 20. 14. <laughs> All okay. right. Um, I will be sending a message to Chair Jesus. Maybe we'll post it on our Instagram. I think I it should. Know. I think it should be the announcement, at least part of the announcement <laughs> for this episode. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Thank you all for joining us for uh, Spooky with the Twist episode three, and we will see you on the next Spooky with the Twist. Wait, wait, can, I, can I do a teaser? What? Uh, next next episode Fine. is my episode of Spooky with a Twist, and it is the last episode of Spooky with a Twist. It's coming out after Halloween. I'm either gonna do the Halifax explosion, or I'm gonna steal Ben's idea of medieval torture method. So either one of those. Ooh. Yes. All right, that that is it. Sorry. All right, all right, Ben, send us, sign us out. Follow us on RWATPod on Instagram, and uh, feel free to reach out any way you see fit. I've been Ben. I've been Dylan. And I've been Gabriel. And we'll see you next time on Reality with the Twist. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.